0: Reporting for WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Hillary McClure with the Cyber Warfare Report. Joining us is former White House CIO Teresa Payton. Ukraine's largest mobile phone network is fighting both on the ground and in cyberspace. Politico published an article on the several high-profile cyber attacks Russia has inflicted on Ukraine and how Kiev Star, which serves 26 million mobile customers, has been jumping from crisis to crisis since the Russian invasion began. Teresa, can you tell us more about both the physical and the cyber attacks that Russia has made against Kyivstar?
1: If somebody were to write a book, here's how to take a cellular company and services offline and they were to give you like a step-by-step guide, it feels like somebody wrote that book for Russia and they're actually going through the entire playbook and trying in an all of the above type of strategies. So we do know that there are about 26 million mobile customers served in Ukraine by this cellular company. And so far, a combination of physical attacks as well as rockets, you know, any kind of gunfire, basically some of the base stations have been taken out to the tune of almost 10% of them. Additionally, there have been ongoing cyber attacks against the company's infrastructure, both trying to get at sort of the phone towers and the lines the operating systems, and the back office. So think about if you were looking at like a physical train and how trains have tracks and then you've got an engineer who can switch which tracks trains go on, it's almost as if sort of the routing of phone calls, so if you visualize like the routing of trains, that has also been targeted by hackers. They're trying to both create disruption but also look for opportunities to steal things like user data, payment information, and more. What's very interesting is the cellular company has definitely been fighting an ongoing battle, but in most cases, they're doing a good job of getting back up and running. Their continuity plans, their resiliency plans that they had in place prior to the invasion are obviously serving them well. So...
0: How has Kyiv Star defended its critical systems from these attacks? And then what role has the quote-unquote IT army played as well?
1: So what's interesting is they have basically put out an all-hands effort to the world and asked for people with cybersecurity skills to come help them in a volunteer army type of way. But instead of it being a physical volunteer army, it's a technology army. The Ukrainian officials, I don't know how they came up with these numbers, but they estimate that over 260,000 ethical hackers have actually been doing volunteer efforts to help bolster the company's defenses. So they have definitely been working very hard to make sure that the cellular company is resilient, operable up and running. They also have been looking for opportunities to strike counterattacks. So trying to understand where these cyber attacks that are being launched against us? Who is originating them? What's the infrastructure that's been stood up that's actually creating and launching these attacks and doing a counteroffense to actually take that nefarious infrastructure down so it can't attack again. So a very interesting strategy asking the world to pitch in and be this volunteer IT army.
0: Teresa, should other nations, of course, including the U.S., be paying close attention to these attacks? And if so, why?
1: You never know where Russia could head next. The work that Russia is doing in the invasion and the war in Ukraine, in attacking this cellular company, they're also learning. So even though they may not be successful in completely taking the cellular organization offline, they're learning what works, they're learning what doesn't work, they're learning how long does it take for us to be detected? What was the reason why we got detected? What was the counter-response? And so it's very important for all telcos around the world to be observing and watching Also lending support, lending best practices in an effort to understand the intelligence that's being gathered by the cellular company that's under attack. Because Russia could decide, you know what, I don't like the fact that this particular country sent information, sent weapons, sent financial aid. And I'm going to use what I learned in attacking the Ukrainian telco, and I'm going to launch my attack on somebody else. So it's very important, not only that we're assisting and offering best practices and advice, but there needs to be two-way communication and intelligence threat sharing on what are you experiencing? How are they doing it? How did you win? How did you thwart that attack? so that cellular companies can ask themselves, do we have the right playbooks in place? And if Russia turns their sights on us, will we be ready?
0: And so is Russia attempting these attacks on any other nations currently, or are they solely focused on Ukraine right now?
1: There have been different attacks on infrastructure, gas, oil, water, telco, in other countries and some of it has been loosely attributed back to Russian operations. And so Russia definitely has their hands full as it relates to protecting and defending Russia's infrastructure and launching attacks against Ukraine's infrastructure, but they definitely have stepped out of that swim lane to have flexed their muscle and been very disruptive in other global infrastructures. The question is from a plausible deniability, Was it really directed by Putin, or are these groups that are a couple of degrees of separation away from the Russian war, are they Russian sympathizers, or are they in that plausible deniability where they're three degrees away from the war? Any
0: final thoughts?
1: What's interesting is that one of the biggest incidents that took place against this telco actually happened before the invasion. They were actually hit by a distributed denial of service attack that was about two terabytes per second, and it did overwhelm their websites. It was considered one of the largest ever, other than the Microsoft attack that Microsoft sustained. So it could be that that was Russia. We're not really sure, but it could be that they had a lot of lessons learned before the invasion happened, which they are now putting into practice. So this is a reminder, whether you're a telco or not, if you're in critical infrastructure, to be thinking about what are our continuity and resiliency playbooks, what do they look like? So you know, not always is it a very direct cyber incident that is the reason why you've got a continuity or resiliency issue, but obviously distributed denial of service attacks are still a tactic and protocol that cyber criminal syndicates and nation state operatives still like to use. And the question is, is as their access to technology gets better and better to launch more terabytes and maybe eventually even zettabytes per second, what is your ability to spot, thwart, and recover from an attack like that?
0: Joining me was former White House CIO, Teresa Payton. Reporting for WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Hillary McClure.